0: What's going on, FA Nation? Welcome back. This is the final Fantasy Alarm NASCAR DFS podcast of the 2022 season. I'm Dan Malin, joined as always by the FSWA three-time NASCAR Writer of the Year, Matt Sells. But we also have Ed Rouse. This is probably the first time in a while the three of us have all been on. And and Ed brought his very special soundboard with all kinds of effects that he'll be dropping. I'm (laughs) assuming he's going to hit something soon. Uh, but guys, we have a lot to break down before we even talk about Phoenix, but Matt, Ed, I guess we can just start off with talking about Ross Chastain and the hail melon. What did we all think of it last week? It was spectacular.
1: It, Hell was, yeah. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: it was amazing. I was, uh, my wife was coming home from work. I was on the phone with her, trying to talk her through like the last 10 laps of Martinsville and it was nuts. And then all of a sudden I was just like, Oh my God, Chastain's in? Is he in? Is he in? Yeah, and she had no idea what happened. And frankly, I don't think a lot of people could figure it out for a little while. It was nuts. Um, I bought one of his shirts, by the way. Those
0: are on sale. <laughs> they uh, finally have Ross Chesting gear on the TrackHouse's website? Well, they
2: have a Hold the Wall shirt that's got <laughs> a picture of his car going up along the wall. And it says <laughs> Hold the Wall. And it's a uh, Melon Man brand T-shirt, so... Um, I definitely bought that one because it's insane, but I, man, I don't know. Props to him playing, you know, 2008 GameCube, and then it comes comes in handy 14 years later. <laughs> That's insane. It's just insane.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know what to make of it. Just watch it live. Uh, At first I was watching and I was like, okay, okay, Blaney's out. This sucks. And then I'm going, wait a minute, what is happening here? And all of a sudden his car just shoots around everybody. I'm like, is there a spin out? What's going on? And next thing you know, he beats Hamlin at the end. (laughs) I'm going, how ironic is that, by the way? And uh, I was uh, excited, sad, going, I was texting cells going, what just happened? What's going on? (laughs) Does this count for DraftKings? I don't even know. Uh, It was... uh, it was awesome. It was great to see something new and exciting. And like I told you guys, it was trending on a Sunday, on an NFL Sunday, number one over NFL, which is good for NASCAR. So. It
0: was it was the number one top play on SportsCenter's top ten. When's go. the last time a non Daytona five hundred like NASCAR highlight was number one or even like in the top ten?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I asked my wife the same time. <clears throat> I was like, You we you gotta go back a ways to maybe Jimmy Johnson winning his fifth straight championship. Yeah.
1: I don't know, but that's a while ago now. Um, it was not. wasn't I've as had... exciting, to be honest. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, Jimmy Johnson's bad. I,
2: I've had multiple people who don't normally talk NASCAR <clears throat> to me ask about the move. Like, I, my uncle texted me today, four days after it happened. And uh, he was like, so what do you think of Chastain's move at Martinsville? Like, I loved it. It was it's racing. He figured out a way to go faster than everybody else without affecting anybody else's speed. So, congrats to him on that one. Um but it's a great week for NASCAR. It bugs me that the drivers want it banned because this is how you grow the sport. And if you think it's a nuts move, don't do it in dirt racing. Dirt guys do it all the time. They go to the sure. outer Parts of the track and slide <clears throat> through the corner, like the fact that Larson said, "I'm embarrassed by it. Like I hate myself now that I did it last year." Like, we'll, oh, he's we'll, got
1: to change that diaper, man. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, Catholic, like, come on. Hold on, I got a, I got a button for, for Larson.
2: <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. No. Yeah, like you hate yourself now. What, what is that? Come on.
1: Yeah, no, that was pathetic. He ever since he got dropped out of the playoffs, he's just been.
2: He turned oh, into no. Denny Hamlet, who actually didn't whine about it, which was crazy. Like what? <laughs> like he was the guy that could have whined, but didn't. I, and look, I would take that finish over the Xfinity finish
0: any day. Of the oh, day. absolutely.
2: Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, that was crap.
0: Like, my <clears throat> I wasn't sure if we were going to get any time on that, but I we're going to spend time on that. I, I was, I was just. Dumbfounded. And sure, I was having, like, a really good DFS day because I was I was heavy on Jones, and I did, like, Jones and Gibbs stacks. And I'm like, this is going to hold, and I'm going to have a great day. And I don't understand how there's not, like, a pre-race meeting or there's, like, there's no way to convey to tie Like, hey, it's important to get two cars for our team in the Xfinity Championship. Like, it increases our odds of winning the championship. It's more money and revenue that comes to the team, not like they necessarily need it. But it's just... It, Everything from top to bottom of how Ty Gibbs handled that was piss poor. Because you you intentionally wreck a teammate. Brandon Mm -hmm. Jones handled it with absolute class. I would love to see him dump Gibbs at Phoenix so he doesn't win the championship. It's like a parting gift. And just give JRM the Xfinity Series championship. Mm -hmm. Jones isn't going to do that. I think he's too much of a little little bit of a class act to, to really interfere in the championship race. So it's a big bummer. But then for Ty Gibbs to go on... Sirius XM NASCAR radio and compared himself to
1: Jesus. Yeah, I don't he's, like he's the Kanye West of NASCAR right now.
0: Right? That he's just completely <laughs> tone deaf, completely out of touch. Everybody hates him. Somebody is, uh, is selling Thank You Grandpa t-shirts, which is what they were chanting at him during his uh, victory lane, like photos and celebration and all that. He had to get a security escort off the track. Yep. Because I don't know if they were worried about him being attacked. Probably not. I mean, maybe someone throwing a hot dog at him. It is Martinsville. But the <laughs> way he handled it, everything, was just, you know, uh, we, we keep talking about, well, Ty's young and he's got to learn. But he, keep, he keeps doing this crap. And it's yeah. getting very tiresome. And it's not going to fly on Sundays.
2: I, I love the – first of all, I love the fan that showed up dressed as Jesus on Sunday with a signs that <laughs> said, looking for Ty Gibbs. <laughs> and he found him and stood next to his cup car. Uh, on the grid. I thought that was hilarious. And two, I saw a tweet this weekend that said, uh, mistake one, I'm learning, I'll get better. Mistake two, I'm learning, I'll get better. Mistake three, I'm learning, I'll get better. Mistake four, fuck it, Jesus. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to cuss, I'm just saying that was a direct quote of the tweet. But like, how do you go on and at 19 years old or whatever the heck he is, compare yourself to Jesus when you I don't know. And the best comment below the SiriusXM NASCAR tweet was somebody saying, "I remember the story of Jesus turning water into wine, not turning his teammate into the fence." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious too. Like now you've got good old fashioned Christians talking NASCAR, and it's like <laughs> this is not going to go well for you there, Ty Gibbs. I I don't I j- I don't I don't get it. Um, Somebody should have told them, look, you just stay in second place, you make the title, and Brandon Jones makes it, and then we get two cars in. And that's highly important for Toyota and for Joe Gibbs. Because Kids. that's a
0: team in an organization that's just going into the crapper right now. If you Because they're losing Kyle Busch Motorsports uh, since he's moving over to RCR, and it's going to become a Chevy team. And so like, I guess the consolation for the truck series is they're getting – DGR, and they do have some good drivers on that team. They're changing their name. I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, they're losing Brandon Jones and Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity series. Do they and shrink? they're
2: losing Kyle Busch in the Cup Series.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, if you're just looking at just pure talent and what's coming down the pipeline for the future of Toyota, it's not looking great, especially when you have Martin Truex Jr. and Denny Hamlin that are getting older. You do have Christopher Bell. Contending for a championship, and we'll talk about him at some point in Grant Lakes on this podcast. But, like, just I mean, they do get
2: they do add Tyler Reddick, they swapped Kyle Bush for Tyler Reddick, but they uh, also lose Kurt Bush, so mm-hmm. there is that. But, yeah, it's that's just a super bad look for Ty Gibbs. And then you get out and you're like, you're like Roger Goodell and bring on the booze. Like, it's...
0: oh, if there's no fence there separating him from the crowd, he's not doing that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, that's you is, know, he's the old he ready for the cup series. Kind of kid, is, huh? is, do
1: we want him in the cup series next no. year?
0: Um, he... Well, Ross
2: Chastain does no. it'll take some heat off him.
1: <laughs> but I don't even think they're close. What Ross did this year is not not even close to what this kid is doing. This kid is just no. he's the bad boy. It's like he's a WWE guy out there racing. Like He's a heel.
2: Comes I mean, naturally to him. Uh, Kyle Petty put it perfectly, and it, and he stated it, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but he's a kid that's never had to earn anything, that's been yeah. given everything, and uh-huh. thinks that he deserves everything, and that's not how you go about racing.
1: He's that kid you hate in every movie. That's what, what he is.
2: <laughs> his granddad, like, props to his dad, Coy, who's a exec in the you know JGR camp, saying, Did you see- well...
0: Denny's tweet about it though, like he after it happened, he, Denny just tweets out, "I miss JD."
1: Yeah,
2: like, like, well, okay, but Denny, <clears throat> you also dumped the bejesus at a chase two years ago at Martinsville, in basic. I mean, it wasn't a teammate, but you pulled the same move. Yeah. So while mm-hmm. Ties is worse because it was a teammate that was, you know, stealing a, a spot from your teammate in the title. It was still the same move, so it was like, you know, maybe they're just teaching that move at at JGR. I don't know. But I did like Gregson walking behind <laughs> Talk about Jones' like,
0: interview. Just talk about like the over the, the overall like character arc of Noah Gragson, because you could have made the argument like a year or two ago, he was what Ty Gibbs is now. Yeah. Like he was not a very well liked driver. He was the young, cocky, kind of entitled driver, but just really kind of turned everything around. Now he's just Kind of endeared himself to fans. He's won like eight races this year. If he doesn't win the Xfinity Series championship, I will be a little upset. Um, I'd be surprised to be honest. He should. <clears throat> he should. He's he's by far been the best driver and most consistent. Well, I can't say well. Most we consistent.
2: all know. We all know that Ty's getting dumped. I
0: right? hope so.
2: Like, it's basically because Brandon Jones is going to JRM next year. So yeah. Basically, like there's four JRM drivers <laughs> in this, <the laughs> five because there's still another. They have four cars, but... three Do you think are that title. the
0: 19 is going to be competitive this week for Xfinity? He's going to be competitive enough to get the
2: Ty's bumper and take <laughs> him out and then he doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> he's going to be there. <laughs> I mean... So, Gregson may take out Ty
1: Gibbs. No, I think he's... I don't think he would. I think he will. He's going for the championship. He's not going to...
2: There are ways in which Chris you can take...
1: That. Out, i mean if you think out, yeah, i like, know but i, I mean, think last really year's focused.
0: xfinity series championship ended it was just like you know Hemrick and Cindric just ended up on the front row together and they just bumped each other for the like the last couple That's of true. laps actually i think Cindric yeah. was mostly leading it but then hemrick just bumped him out of the way yeah. and right. he led one lap and of and that race
2: in turn four like What's that? they said Hemrick did a full send mm-hmm. and passed him in turn four yeah. of the of the last lap but I think Gregson takes the uh, beat-his-ass comment that he made and, and actually does it and say, welcome to the Cup Series because you and I are rookies and this ain't going any farther.
1: Um, I got I to do it. Let's get it on.
2: Yeah. There you go. So I would much rather have Ross Chastain's move as, yeah, like, a bunch of drivers complained about it. I would much rather have that. than. But he
1: didn't dump anybody. No, he didn't no, dump anybody. He, he, he didn't even, even touch, touch anybody. anybody.
0: It was the perfect. didn't put anybody in harm's way, and like yeah. except so himself, leads, really. Really, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess like all right. So let's get to one last bit because we mentioned it, but we have to give credit to Christopher Bell. Yes. Because in oh yeah, two walk off wins in the playoffs to move on to the next round, needed to win on two separate occasions, and he did. Um, the Roval probably didn't have like the greatest car, but he still you know played on strategy, had the track position, and ultimately won the race to move on. This week had a very competitive car, started P20, worked his way up through the field throughout the race, led the laps that mattered, and you know wins and locks up his spot in the championship race. So a very clutch and very impressive performance from Christopher Bell, who, in my mind, should be the favorite because he's just been very good on the last, I think, two or three short flat tracks, and that's exactly what Phoenix is.
2: So I think heading into this weekend, Ross Chastain is actually the – favorite on the sports books that I've seen.
0: Really? But... I've seen him at three to one, but I've seen Chase at two to one.
1: Elliot's because... the favorite at DraftKings at plus two thirty, Bell three hundred, and then Chastain Logano splitting the four hundred.
2: Okay, so maybe it's switched because the early lines had the first one I saw from win maybe or Caesars had Chastain as the favorite which made sense because he did run phoenix very well they're all
1: really close though all those like i could probably shop and probably find a place that has chastain favored or bell favored because they're that's pretty close like like last year larson was like plus 100 yeah basically Uh, yeah so this is actually a lot closer than it's been for a while
2: yeah and i mean statistically speaking bell has been um very good at short flat tracks uh, this year in terms of if we're comparing like the nine that they've run, including at Martinsville, um, they're all very close. So Bell has an average finish of eleven three. Elliott is at 11 Logano is at 9-4. And Chastain is at 9-3. So
1: it's all I over the place.
2: Close on, on nine out of nine races. Unfortunately, wow. there, Rouse, uh, your boy is leading the way at 6.3 for an average finish. You gotta bring that up right now. I'm sorry, man.
1: Hold on, hold he on. Was... One time, this is for Ryan Blaney. No! <laughs> okay, we're He's done with that. You should have had
2: Leclerc's, you should have had Leclerc's no from when he was leading like at the Spanish GP earlier this year, and his card blew up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's very close. Props to Bell for winning the race he had to on a track that had literally no passing.
1: Like Yeah. There we talked about that last week. There,
2: and, the passing was... Ugh. There were 675 green flag passes in that entire race on Sunday.
1: That's insane.
2: That's like one and a quarter a lap. So the first 480 laps of that race were terrible. <laughs> and the last 20 laps were insane. But now we get to turn to Phoenix. And we'll hope for a pretty good Phoenix race. I, I don't have a whole lot of hope for it. I'd much rather it be back at Homestead. but
1: well, Yeah, we need to get rid of Phoenix for the championship now, right? I don't mind it.
0: Uh, don't if they, Yeah, sure, I would prefer Homestead. Uh, I don't want to hate Phoenix, though. But two quick notes. Uh, some news that broke uh, today and earlier this week. Uh, Parker Kliegerman... Get yep. a full-time Xfinity Series ride. Good for him. Uh, he's running the part-time truck series right uh, this year and last year with Henderson Motorsports. Did get a win uh, at Mid-Ohio earlier this year, and he landed in a full-time ride for Xfinity. A pretty good car yep. uh, with mm-hmm. a big machine. Uh, he'll be in the 48 full-time next year. Well-earned. And Jimmy Johnson will uh, be getting himself ownership stake in Petty GMS And he will be running a few races next year on a part-time schedule. So, good to have 48. Well, he's not going to be in the 48. But, you know, good to have Jimmy Johnson back.
2: No, but it is fitting, though, because apparently he ran the 44 car in the Xfinity Series early in his career. And Petty GMS has the 42 and the 43. So, 42, 43, 44, that works. Um, But, yeah. He just needs that 45,
1: 46, and 47. We
0: well, can't get forty-five.
2: <laughs> Speaking of the forty-seven, congrats to him for getting uh, married. Well, he used to be in the forty-seven. He's not in the forty-seven anymore. It's thirty-seven, right? No, Stenhouse is still forty-seven. I can't keep this this straight. Like that's forty-seven.
0: yeah, Ricky Stenhouse got married.
2: Right. Yeah, he got married. Oh. Um. So congrats. congrats
0: did
1: he uh, wreck the re- the wedding? <laughs> <laughs>
2: there were there were some NASCAR guys there. Um, did he crash the wedding? Did he? <laughs> <laughs> I was say hold on! Hold on! Yeah. <laughs> Nobody take the soundboard away from Ralph. <laughs> um, so congrats to him. But yeah, it's great having JJ back in NASCAR. That'll be uh, be awesome. His uh, knowledge base is certainly should help Petty GMS get some better get some better runs going forward okay. there. Definitely. Um. Any other news and notes we had this week?
0: Nah, I think we can just dive into Phoenix. Pretty big weekend. I mean, Alex
2: Bowman's back. <clears throat> but that was... Like, it was getting talked about before yeah. Martinsville, but... And Tyler Reddick's
0: uh, coming back this weekend, too. Or he he's, he's been he's cleared at least. He was cleared yeah.
2: earlier on uh, Wednesday. So, we get Reddick back. <clears throat> we get Alex Bowman back in the 48, which is his home track. Also allows Graxson to only have to concentrate on the Xfinity race Um, so yeah kind of a win 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 for everybody there
0: All right, let's talk Phoenix schedule is out Uh, practice and qualifying for all three series this weekend even for uh, Arkham Menards Uh, I got a bone to pick with NASCAR because uh, it's the championship race for the Camping World Truck Series practice is at 8.05 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, and it's not on TV. Uh, can't stream it. Can't figure out any way to watch it other than to just get updates from Jeff Gluck, Bob Pachris. Wait for their practice results. College result. football, oh, killing it. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer. I wouldn't even hate it if it was just streaming on Fox Sports Go, but to each their own. Uh, so practice is Thursday night for the trucks. Qualifying is 6 p.m. Eastern time for the trucks on Friday. Uh, that's going to be tough because I'm probably going to be driving home around that time. I don't know if I'm going to be able to offer updates in red like I do normally for those playbooks. Uh, the race is at 10 p.m. Eastern time Friday night. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, that is a late one. I'm pretty sure uh, that's the latest a race has started for the trucks this year. Or Not for, for those, me, though. Not s- for wouldn't
2: me. It's going to be 7.
1: <clears throat> 7 o'clock my time, baby. I'll be, I'll be there with a the beer.
0: Um. So, yeah, going to be a late race Friday, so I won't have updates to the playbook. Um, I will be in Discord probably from 8 p.m. up until 10 p.m., just finishing my lineups, and I will gladly help out answering questions. I do apologize. I just don't anticipate that I'm going to have any updates for the playbook. Uh, Xfinity Practice is 7 p.m. Friday night. They qualify at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, which means it's 11.30 a.m. in the morning and they race at 3 p.m. Eastern time in Phoenix, so the track conditions might be a little bit different. Is it 3 p.m. or 4 p.m., Ed? Uh, 3 p.m. Okay. Yeah, I don't know your time zones.
2: Until Sunday. (laughs) What's that? Until Sunday when Arizona does not flip.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. Is Daylight Savings this weekend? Yeah, it is. It's on Saturday, so it changes on Sunday for the Cup. It's overnight between
2: Saturday and Sunday morning, and Arizona does not follow Daylight Savings. It's about okay. time. I'm
1: up at like 6 a.m. and it's a little dark outside. I'm like, come so on. So they're literally going
2: to be in a different time zone on Sunday than they were on Saturday. But,
0: <clears throat> yep. You know. Congrats. Yep. Uh, so Saturday, uh, qualifying in the afternoon, the race is later on. And then Sunday, the NASCAR Cup Series Championship. It's hard to believe we've made it this far. Sad. Say it every damn year that we do this podcast, I and mean, it's like a marathon. Uh, but yeah, we made it to the championship, and we'll be back on in about 13 to 14 weeks with another podcast.
2: Pretty sure the clash is February 5th.
0: We will be back in 12 weeks for another podcast. Uh, but with that said, I guess we can just start breaking down. I don't think we need to talk or give picks or winners for truck or Xfinity series. I know it's championships, but Braxton. do not play
2: Ty Gibbs; he's going
0: to get dumped.
1: Noah, Noah's going to win it. One can put the money up. money on the board, right there, DraftKings. <clears throat>
0: Uh, To no surprise, the top four drivers in the driver pool on DraftKings, and I believe FanDuel, uh, Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Ross Chastain. I don't know. Do we need analysis? I know we talked about Bell on short flat tracks. I don't know how much exposure I want to Chase Elliott. I haven't necessarily liked the recent form. My two favorite drivers are probably going to be Bell and Chastain, but I know that Penske can set their cars up pretty well for short flats.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'd probably go Chastain, maybe one Bell, two Logano, three Chase, four for DFS.
1: Uh, That's so crazy, man! Chase dominated all year too. It's just well, he hasn't okay, looked good this whole playoffs. He didn't dominate. In fact, well, this well, is... he's number one in points. He didn't okay, dominate, but, but if it's just... Chase Elliott does not
2: lead a hundred and thirty-seven or hundred and forty-three laps at Phoenix. He won't crack a thousand laps lead. This would be the first year where no driver cracks a thousand laps lead since nineteen sixty. So he hasn't dominated. It's not like Harvick's ten win season where he led like or
1: even last year, like, too. Larson dominated last year. Like
2: Right. Chase has been like on the intermediates, Chase has a terrible average finish. He's pretty good at short flats, but like if we sort it by, let's see, over nine short flat type tracks this year chase does have 52.7 laps led on average
1: mm.
2: per race but like, does this
1: feel like a a year where one of these four playoff drivers aren't going to win this race
2: it's possible
1: it just feels like it we I, haven't I don't know had that
2: many playoff drivers win races in the playoffs
1: right exactly i just feel like one of the like it's going to be like last week right where one of these guys is going to win the championship and, like, Kevin Harvick will win the race or something. It's like, what? It's like... Oh, we'll get to Harvick like shortly. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. It just feels it's like definitely play consistently Harvick. in the top ten here.
2: Since yeah. 2013.
1: You could literally parlay the championship winner and the race winner and probably win some money this week. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's crazy.
2: Probably. Don't parlay top ten finishes, though. You won't make anything now, because thanks to Dayton, <laughs> yeah, they Taylor, the sports sportsbooks killed the top ten... NASCAR parlays, it sucks.
1: So. So, Shout out
0: to all those who won those. Is it safe to assume that Elliott Bell, Logano, Chastain, uh, probably in a GPP tournament format, are all going to garner at least twenty to twenty five percent exposure? Yes.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: Or, the lowest one being Logano, I think.
2: Unless somebody. It does seem like there.
0: everybody is off Logano this week, but I also feel like we should just keep in mind that Logano just has that ability to go out. And just surprise you with the win. He did it Bristol dirt the first year. He did it at the Coliseum. He did it when the cup series went to gateway earlier this year, which is also a flatter track. Um, he's won at Phoenix before. I don't, I don't really want uh, our subscribers at least to sleep on Joey Logano because I, he is a guy that if everyone predicts him to be the worst of the four, if he, if he's this, this wet blanket of the group, then I may just go there for leverage.
1: All right. Here's my bold prediction.
0: Right now, let's do it
1: right now. Joey Logano wins the championship. See, but I
0: don't, win I the don't race. Want to hate the call because your boy, your boy's car was so fast here when they ran here in the spring, and it's like, what if they just take notes and just go with the similar setup and they just give him the fastest car in the field? I have a feeling he's going to win the whole thing. I just
1: yeah.
2: If there's been a fast setup for Ford's this year, it's been the short flat tracks. Like, that's where Ford has shined. Um, by the way, touching back on Chase Elliott, he did score a nice total points in DK the last time they were at Phoenix. He was $11,000 here back in March. Started 19th, finished 11th, had 36 fastest laps.
0: Yeah. laps led
1: <laughs> For
2: 69 points.
1: Nice. And I have to ask real history. quick. On uh, so the the four racers, right? So, yes. Elliot's been really good, like you said. Yes. Do they all qualify at the top four in the championship, or do they have to actually qualify at at a spot?
2: They run qualifying just like.
1: Okay. Now the last just few years they had put been them in the top four
2: yeah. because there was no qualifying, okay. and so they just wanted the championship four to be unabated at the start of the race. But now they're going to run actual qualifying. So if somebody screws up, okay. that'll put them. And also to clarify, because I saw some questions um, on Twitter and Discord about this, stage points do not matter in the oh. championship mm-hmm. yeah, this week. It's yeah. and it's, it's, it's whoever it's whichever of the championship four finishes ahead of the other ones. They do not have to win. If all four wreck out and they finish thirty, you know. 33rd through 36, whoever finishes 33rd of the championship four would win. That's not going to happen. It's taken a win to win the championship basically every year since they've gone to it. Until format. this
1: year, I'm telling you, until this year.
2: It probably takes a win again this year, but there's a shot that somebody wins this race and, like, a championship four driver finishes second or third and wins the championship. It's possible. Um... I, I don't dislike the leverage play on Logano this week. Because people are going to go back to what he did in the spring here, which was started 10th, finished 8th, 3 fastest laps, 4 laps led, 40 points at 10-1. People are going to go, well, if he does that again, that's not really worth it in DFS, Right. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going but to look what
0: Blaney did. Started on the pole, finished yeah. fourth, 143 laps left and 52 fastest laps. Just give him that setup. Right.
2: And then hope Logano can grab
1: duplicate it. it. All right. <laughs> what What if I blew you guys' mind right now? What Go if Blaney it. wins this race? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Logano wins a championship? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be so bitter. Parlay? If... Oh, I'd, 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 I'd be pissed. He's going to be um, crying
2: into his beer is what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tears, tears, my, tears for beers, baby. Tears for It's going to be
2: like that famous TikTok thing where the where the chick is trying to dance and she's crying and she's still... Tra- That's going to be Rouse on Sunday. Of that <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: going to be something, man. It's going to be something.
2: Two meaningless wins in the season. One, the all-star <laughs> race, and then
1: But if Lenny does win, it'll be the most wins by drivers in a season history.
2: Right. 20 Which different... Would- It'll oh, be the 20th. Different
1: wins. And the ch- it'd be the first time a ch- champion hasn't won the final race.
2: Yes. As far Just, as I can remember, that would be correct.
1: So it would be a crazy ending to a crazy season, and I would love it. I love chaos. I love it. It would be.
2: Um, what do we think about the two guys coming back from injury? Cheap. <gasps> and Bowman.
0: I mean, Bowman has the home track narrative. Right. But he's overall been pretty craptastic this year. I haven't yeah, really. Not been great.
2: I mean, yeah.
0: I haven't well, really loved.
2: Although seen. aside from the beginning of the playoffs when he had that, I'm not the test car anymore statement. And then. Yeah. The I thought playoffs. that was Byron. Was it Byron? or I was it, it was Byron.
0: That? Maybe it was Byron. Um, yeah, because oh, Byron no. had two wins. Basically locked himself into the oh, playoffs. right, 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 right. Yes, And he became and was... the, the guinea pig um i mean i'll play reddick it's awfully hard to avoid reddick um i'm trying to see what he did i mean he started 12th here in the spring finished third had 15 fastest laps early on in the year we i think a lot of people may have forgotten just how fast that car was and it kind of panned out as we got into like april and may but then he you know obviously started rattling off wins um road america then indy um and then he won Texas.
1: He's had and a tendency to wreck out a lot
0: lately. Well, realize. yes, but I mean, he did, he did get like pretty hurt in one of those. That's recent. I'm
1: saying like the last like 15 I'm seeing here, he's wrecked out a lot. One, uh, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven of his well, last
2: 15. Okay, so <laughs> Kansas his tire blue. All right. right, right. Then the next one is uh, Bristol, which I think he got caught up in. I don't know. He did it's wreck Bristol. out of that
0: one. It's man. Bristol. He's That's
1: wrecked a out a lot. Guy. I mean, I still love him because I love it's him as baby a driver. Day, yeah. I think he's one of the most talented drivers <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He, in the series.
2: He had the issue at um, Homestead, too, right? The tire went – like he. It wasn't necessarily his doing. Uh,
0: yes, I do remember that. I think he cut a tire or something, which ruined the days of several people. Um,
2: yeah, and then... Martin but again, he's
0: like... Th- this is a driver who should be over 9,500, maybe 10K, and yes, he's 89. Correct, here. he said 89, yeah. Yeah,
2: um, he, was, he was pretty fast at Phoenix earlier this year, so...
0: The problem is, I don't know how much exposure I'm going to land on Reddick if I'm trying to fit... <clears throat> because... I think a lot of people try to fit two dominators in their build thinking that yeah. they'll get two of the four championship drivers to dominate the race. Personally, I don't hate targeting one championship driver and then Kyle Larson because Kyle Larson is Hendrick Motorsports like representative for the owner's championship. And so there's still plenty of motivation for him to win the race. And he's finished, you know, he finished a uh, second last week uh, he was, he won, you know, Miami. He, the car has been fast. 148
1: um, points in Miami, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was dominant and the he little looked little great in this little race a year. Little and so, like, Kyle Larson is, I think, a guy that a lot of people could just gloss over because he's like, you know, he's not a championship driver. Maybe maybe a lot of people try to spend up to squeeze in two championship drivers. But I think a nice pivot off that would just be get Kyle Larson in there because I I want to say it was Nick Giff and RodoDoc who said that the best financial outcome for Hendrick is for Kyle Larson to win the race and Chase Elliott to finish second so Elliott can win the like the driver's championship and they still get plenty of revenue to come in um so I thought that was actually a kind of a interesting breakdown the way he phrased it but yeah for also, me go ahead given
2: that Jeff Gordon went on record a few weeks ago and said that Hendrick Motorsports is losing mo- his lost money each of the last like Four or five years yeah so that is a valid that is a valid point
0: so i mean if you want to get different and find a way to be contrarian like sure the driver that wins the championship is probably the driver that wins this race but nope. I'm telling you right now it's gonna happen <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm telling you don't sleep on kyle larson um but let's let's round it out with other teams that are historically good at short flax. We have JGR and Penske. I am interested to see where we are falling on drivers like Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, Kyle Busch, Brian Blaney. Do we think JGR is going to give Kyle Busch a good car this week? Because it was not good last week. Oh man, no. All plans. I don't.
2: They have no. They have no incentive to do that. Right, like.
0: No, like, opportunity to give him a good send-off in his final race with JGR. M&M's final race on the car.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you're shrugging,
0: but I'm the not necessarily arguing the with playoffs. Yeah.
2: They haven't given him a good car basically all playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's been trash. Yeah, so, like and his crew chief is still suspended. Mm-hmm. So... Is Hamlin, is Hamlin really the only other JGR driver outside of Bell that you're entertaining? Probably. <laughs>
1: what? Okay. There's a narrative here, though, with that. Because now Hamlin's
0: officially out. And Chastain is in.
2: <clears throat> Hamlin's not going to... He's
0: not going to wreck Chastain in a, in when Ross is contending for His his,
2: his comments after Martinsville make me think that he's buried the it, it Yeah, it was
0: like a tip of the cap to Chastain. That it was hard to racing,
2: he beat me fair and square. Hamlin's not going to turn that much of a heel to ruin a championship race for a guy who's in it. Yeah. Oh, because he's, I mean, had Chastain wrecked him to get into the championship? It'd be different. It'd be different. Like, if, if Chastain had pulled <clears> the <throat> guy Gibbs, obviously, you know, different teammates or whatever, but um, that'd be different. But the fact that he was speechless and classy after Chastain beat him with that move, I don't think I don't think Hamlin does that. I think Hamlin just wants to run a solid race and finish a good
1: year. Say for Hamlin for nine nine hundred, and how consistent he's been for a little bit now. It's not a bad price. It's probably contrarian.
2: <clears throat> I mean, I would much rather have Hamlin at ninety nine hundred than Truex at ninety five or Kyle Busch <laughs> at ninety three.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Is there anybody <laughs> over 9K that we haven't talked about yet that you're interested in? Or... Byron, maybe? <sighs> yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm
0: just... I mean, the finishes are there. Right. He's not the dominating right. laps led. But it's saw. like, he's. I don't think he wants to get in Chase's way for the Drivers' Championship, and I don't think he wants to get in Larson's way right. for the Owners' Championship. He understands the yeah. importance and how the race is more important for those two. So I don't really know if I'm, like, Bowman has the hometown narrative. And sure, if they offer PD, sure, I'll be all over it because they're great DFS plays from the perspective that, you know, they still want a good finish and they can move up through the field. But if these two are qualifying in, like, pretty well, I don't really have much interest in them because they want to stay out of their teammates' way.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that logic.
0: But on the other end of the spectrum, I think that a team that you could look at is SHR, and everyone's going to be all over Kevin Har- Harvick because they know the top 10 upside and just the safety net that's there with him. Um, <clears throat> very good cash play this week regardless of where he starts. I don't care if he's qualifying inside the top 10 or inside the top five. Like he, he, he's just a very safe play um, and one that should be probably over 60% in cash games. Yeah,
2: we and all ch- thought SHR sucked to start the year. Harvick started 16th, finished 6th, and put up 20 fastest laps here. In, in and March. Briscoe they won. had him. no speed. Yeah. And he was more expensive then than he is now.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you okay getting exposure to Chase Briscoe, who won this race, led over 100 laps, doesn't have to worry about getting in any teammates' way. He could legitimately just go out and try to race for the win.
2: I have two SHR drivers in a lineup I just built.
0: Yeah, and Al- Almirola is probably one of them.
2: Neither one of them is perfect. <laughs>
0: of them is Eric it's Brisco Jones, Briscoe, and Almirola. No, you put Custer in there. I needed a cheap guy, <laughs> and he ran well here in Mark. I, I, okay, and hold honestly, on, hold on, he hold was on, actually great in Martin at Martinsville. Okay, oh there you go. Come okay, on. listen, Custer, I get got out of here. Chastain, we talked about Custer.
2: I got Chastain, I got Larson, I got Blaney, and then I got Briscoe.
0: Briscoe's <laughs> in mine.
2: Then I filled it out with Haley and Custer.
0: I don't hate Haley. I'm sure we'll talk about him as a <clears throat> so he's
2: His average finish is better than 17th on short flat tracks this year.
0: That's perfectly fine, and if you look at what he did last week in Martinsville, he was basically running in the top 10. At times, he was running top 5. I don't know. I can't remember what happened to him at Martinsville. Another short flat track. He, he Custer faded late.
2: Like That's what he does in short flat. He starts well. And then you oh, to- because he
0: stayed it out with Briscoe, and so right. he was on older tires. Yes. Okay.
2: Now, could I fit Almirola, maybe, but I'm going to have to lose both Haley and Custer, and I don't know if I want to go dumpster diving to get Almarola in there.
0: You could just play Todd Gilliland, man. Got a top 15. Yeah, yeah Toddfather, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, maybe. 4,800 last week, and he returned 36 points. That's right.
2: I mean, fair enough, but let's see if I can fit him because I got 5,000. I cannot get Todd Gilliland by 100 bucks. Thank you very much.
0: All right, now we go to Cody Ware. No. <laughs>
2: <So, laughs> Nope. So I'm it. sticking with Haley and Custer, thank you very much. I didn't say this was a cash play. <laughs> Not a cash play, but there you go. So I got I have two SHR guys in my lineup. Um, it's so, so weird because
0: gonna... you can make an argument for every SHR driver this week and you, you have to at least like the fact that they don't have they, they have nothing to lose. <laughs> so it's like they you know they they can they don't need to worry about trying to cater to another driver's like championship needs or something. You know, these are just four drivers that can go out and race. And I know SHR has not announced officially what's going on with the 41 car next year, right?
2: Correct. There's an internal fight between Gene Haas and Tony Stewart. One of them wants Cole Custer to stay. The other one wants um,
0: Riley Herbst. I
2: think maybe. there's, There's a lower tier driver either in Xfinity or truck that one of them is. Arguing should get the seat over Custer, but they're Haley Deegan. Not, not Deegan. Uh, it's going to happen eventually.
0: I'm trying to think who's in a Ford and trucks. Zane let Smith.
2: See, let me see if I can quickly, because I saw a report on this.
0: Zane Smith, maybe. That'd Zane be that'd be, that'd be a good one. That would be
1: bold. It'd be bold, but probably a good one. I mean, I
2: well, know. I mean, he he did race in the, the <laughs> cup
0: Yeah, he did one. I think he had a top. Definitely had a top 20. I think he may have had a top 15 too. What was it? Uh, yeah, the, I'm trying to. I'm what's trying the St. To... Louis track? We were just Gateway. Gateway,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: I think that's the Rissy Ram.
2: <clears throat> um, I'm trying to see if I can find the tweet so we can move on to other.
0: It's fine. If you find it, great. Um, I think we can just briefly just move on for the sake of not having dead air.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Hold on. I could just play some things on my my board. I think think we'll be okay. Uh, Heading into the (laughs) sub 8K range, we have Austin Sendrick, who is with Team Penske. Uh, Good team for short flat tracks. AJ Allmendinger at only 7,700. feel like that should be a little more expensive, although if you look at his DraftKings profile and you don't follow NASCAR DFS, you're going to see a lot of really strong top 10s, but those are all at road courses, it feels like. Um, Although he did finish Third at Miami, which completely went over my head. Damn, good for him.
1: Oh, uh, Wait, I thought the Dinger Brian had good. Preece. Phoenix. Solo.
0: Oh, that makes sense actually.
2: Because he's the reserve driver.
0: For he the- is the reserve driver. Yeah, that's a good call. Oh, he put up um, thirty-two
1: points
2: in
0: Phoenix last time. He's
1: been
2: he's been in the simulator all year with their setups in their cars. So there's there's a debate between Gene Hunt, ha- the people that write the checks, whether it should be.
0: I think it should be Ryan Priest, but I don't. Write I think the it checks.
2: should be Priest too, but
0: yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we'll dip into, I guess we're heading into this mid-range to value tier. Uh, Austin Sinjic, A.J. Elmendinger, uh, Austin Dillon, Bubba, who's been very good of late. Um, that 45
2: car is fast, no matter who the heck drives it. Like,
0: John yeah, Hunter top 10.
2: had the fastest practice times in it when he filled in for Bubba at Homestead.
0: You know, I didn't even notice Bubba finished seventh at the Roval. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, straight top 10 road courses. He hates road courses. He does. Uh, all right, well, <clears throat> we're heading into this tier. Uh, Al Merol is going to stand out and be a popular play. Everybody by now knows how good he is on short flat tracks. Yeah. Um, Brad Keselowski has been fast. He has back-to-back top five finishes. Did get disqualified last week, but you know he started sixth finished fifth. I think a lot of people, and what we need to remember – about Martinsville for next year is that really it's all up. like, I. we should not be afraid to start these value plays that are starting inside the top 10 because.
2: I debated that when I was writing the playbook, I had them in there and then I took them out and then I had it's, there.
0: it's just so likely like, because it's, it's in my opinion, unless you have an issue on pit road or just a, a ton of penalties, it's a low variant short track. So if you're starting high and you're cheap, just hang in there for the first two stages. Let all the back markers and other drivers fall multiple laps down. As long as you can stay in the hunt, not lose a lap, not have any mistakes, you know, you can just return value by holding your position and just finishing in the top 10. And each year for Martinsville, we just see like these drivers. And this does kind of apply to Phoenix because it's only a on one-mile track. It's it's flat. There's a it's ton of laps. It's
2: reasonably lap. tricky to pass even with the dog leg.
0: Yeah, and so this is a track where you should not be afraid to, you know, start some value plays that really qualify well um, <clears throat> and grant. But who do we like in this sub 8K to, I guess we'll call it the, let's go to 6,500 to 8K because I like cutting it off with Michael McDowell because he's so good for a top 10, even though he hasn't done it in a while.
1: Who, who yes. are you looking at here, Russ? Uh, obviously, I like Kislowski this week. Yeah. But- He's already in my lineup. You, here. you
2: you rag on me last week for for dating your boy Kislowski. and then the first guy you talk about is President in this. And then
1: your boy Kislowski. in this tier. In this tier. <laughs> um, just just look at the consistency and the DFS outcome well is, is so running. good. Yeah, um, he's probably be a little popular probably too. Uh, but yeah, just the just the points like he's like almost guaranteed. Like he, I think he's. <clears throat> Five times, five times, five times. He's been guaranteed five times the last four races.
0: And um, it looks like six of his last seven races, he's put up at least 34 yeah. points. And in I mean five of those races, he's gone over 40 points. So I like
1: him a lot in that tiers. Um, let's see. Uh, that's a little lower, but we'll get to the top father later. <laughs> um, Amarola, of course. Bubba Wallace, I mean, yeah. But But is he going to walk out and start pushing people around? We don't know. Uh, but he has been good, and then, uh, uh, nope, not doing it. Oh wait, he's the cutoff. Stenhouse is 6,400, so. I'm not. Well, playing. McDowell's a cutoff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just say, I was
1: just say, 6,400 to the cutoff, but yeah, Stenhouse, I mean, he's the ultimate GPP play of all time in NASCAR. He, he either I'm, does, I'm it he playing, does it or
2: he doesn't. I'm not playing. I'm
1: not playing Stenhouse. Yeah, well, in a GPP, you probably want to throw him in one lineup because he could get that 40 points, or he'll get that negative two. So.
0: Really depends on where he starts. Yeah, qualifying is
1: gonna
0: mess. But Um, I played him a lot last week, and I played him a lot with the mindset like, well, he's starting thirty-first. I wouldn't hate it if he just finished twentieth to twenty-fifth because he was fifty-nine hundred. Yeah, and he finished twenty-third, which is basically what I wanted. But at the end of the race, when I'm looking at my lineups and I see, and I'm trying to find guys that I think can move up and get more points, and I'm looking at Ricky Stenhouse sitting twenty-third, but I'm like, oh well, he's you know, he's two laps down and he can't really gain another lap yet to get up on the guys that are one lap down. And so that is like one of the more frustrating things about when you're following your lineups live at Martinsville or Bristol is like just knowing you have guys down that can't like increase their ceiling. Yeah. That sucks.
1: Right. That's what the short tracks kill me in draft Kings when there's like four laps down. I'm like,
0: Oh yeah. Because like, oh, they yeah. can't make it up. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, there's no, I just don't
2: like the, the narrative for first in house this week. Like, He's not done well on these shorter, flatter tracks, right? In nine races, he's got <clears throat> top twenties this
1: year. He just got married, dude. He's ready to go. Yeah, so he's on vacation mode.
0: Man, I don't know if the <laughs> I don't know if the married narrative carries as, carries as much no, weight as the new dad narrative. No, he wants um, to
2: peace out, man. Like <laughs> he's got nothing left to race for. He already knows he's got the ride next year. He's not trying to. Same. If
1: I play him in a GPP lineup, that hits, and he's. 2% owned, and gets 40 points. It's possible. It's NASCAR. I mean... I'm not saying everybody out there, FA Nation, don't play him in all your lineups or cash games. I'm just no, because he wants a 2%. GPP.
2: So if you play him, it's not going to be 2%. <laughs> It'll
1: be me. It'll be E-Rouse 24-19. Well, the only one that has 10 houses. <laughs>
2: okay. He was a free square in March. He started 36th. He got to 28, and that was it. No fast laps, no laps led. He was 8400 bucks, and he put up 22 points.
0: So can we just kind of agree that we hope he qualifies poorly and he becomes yeah. chalk for everyone else except us? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I can take that, too. Then I won't play him. But if you – yeah, okay. Uh, any interest in Chris Busher? Hasn't looked uh, – he's done okay – Lately, uh, he was thirteenth at Miami, but he started eighth, fifteenth. Uh, top
2: ten in March.
0: Exactly, and he started twenty sixth for that race too. And he's about the same price tag as he was in March. And
2: if marks. our argument is we like kislowski because, then we have like to like Busher Bush too. You've got to like busher because they're in the same
0: core. Yeah. Oh, you
1: guys are killing me over my lineup right now.
0: Why?
2: <laughs> because we keep talking about good guys, and he doesn't <laughs> want to swap guys out. <laughs> uh. He had a lineup and he doesn't want to rebuild it. That's why, <laughs>
1: That's I'm, why... I'm lazy right now. No, so... um, I really liked it with like, the, my Larson keslowski stack. But
2: I don't know what to do with McDowell this week either.
1: Because but... technically
2: he's got the home track narrative too. Okay. Does the home track narrative work? No.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Historically, no. Yeah, <laughs> Brad Kislowski would wrong. love to win Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Insert, would insert blank would here narrative. <laughs> never
1: works for any sport for any fantasy ever my old team revenge game narrative never works home track um, never works
2: bah. birthday narrative does
1: does it does it really
2: in baseball yeah there's
0: oh two. yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: like hitting home runs on your birthday it's like
0: <laughs> yeah like, i think nomar like garcia parra wants it three home runs on his birthday
1: cool and you know how many birthdays there are every baseball season all 162 games there's a lot yeah do they all hit home runs on their birthday not everybody's capable no oh i wonder what percentage
2: i don't know mike trout it's a bunch okay all right move on um um I, i don't know i could probably skip mcdowell he hasn't been all that great
0: Do you prefer Justin Haley, even though, you know, his run of, like, top 20, top 15s, hell, he even had, like, a stretch of, like, some top fives at Texas and the Roval, but he's finished 28th in the last two races. Are we still okay going here for value?
2: I think so. I mean, he's posted three top 20s in nine short, flat tracks this year. He ran, I believe, 17th.
0: I also feel like when they practiced here, in the spring, there was the college racing rocket ship narrative, and everyone was just oogling and ogling about how fast calling and Justin Haley were to start the year. And he did start twenty eighth, and he finished seventeenth here in the spring, and also he's the exact country same country. price tag. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to go straight off of what happened in March because obviously, no, no,
0: no, we can't do that with every driver, and we've mentioned it. But
2: enough. he's done well enough, a, in the playoff races, and b, on short flat tracks that. If he gets you a top twenty, great. You're crushing value at this point. And how many people down this far in the in the list are we really that confident that can get you a top twenty?
0: Um <laughs> Todd,
1: Todd Father? Todd father.
0: He's uh, in my uh, lineup. I mean, Todd did finish
1: 19th here in this morning, Right. Todd Father has said nothing but win me money this year. He's in my last lineup of the I'm season.
2: I'm not insulting him. I'm just saying that's two dudes under 7K that we're confident in.
1: Uh, that's true.
2: Right? Like, I'm not playing Ty Gibbs. That guy's going to get a ass <clears throat> awakening in the Cup Series. I think it's going to carry over.
1: Corey's joy.
2: Ben from the Xfinity race, so I don't want any pieces of him. Dylan doesn't do anything for me. Harrison Burton,
1: I have no idea. Oh, if you're paying anything low, I like Lejoy would be the only one that for a GPP I would even
0: think about. I don't. I don't hate um, Harrison Burton necessarily. No, he's, he's just not. He's just... If mean, we're I talking, did
2: say, I did say last week on the podcast that if he qualified tenth, that he would be a GPP play and
0: get. Yeah, him. and he finished twelfth.
2: He went out and qualified tenth. 31 points and four fastest laps. Yeah, I mean, he was good, but then again, it is the Wood Brothers like home track. And when I say home track, Wood Brothers Garage is literally five miles down the road from Martinsville Speedway. Yeah. Like, you have to
0: pass it to get there. It's like, and track. they're like, you know, a satellite team for Penske.
2: Yeah, so if we like the Penske cars, why wouldn't we like a Wood Brothers car?
1: Yeah. I have a question. Is it Harrison <laughs> Burton's birthday Sunday? I <laughs> don't know. I will, I will. <laughs> laugh
0: hysterically if it is.
1: If it oh is, God, then, then it we, is. we all have to play him.
0: No, he just turned 22 in October.
1: 22?
2: God,
0: damn, I'm old. Yeah, they're babies. <laughs> there's some babies in the Cup Series. Jeez,
2: I mean, Ty Gibbs is like 19. So like... Okay, I do like the Harrison Burton. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, there's like three dudes that we feel Oh. Uh,
0: are yeah. If we are talking about the birthday narrative... Does someone er- have a birthday? Harrison Burton finished 28th after starting 23rd on his birthday at the Road Bowl. There you go.
1: He was the guy <laughs> who struck out the golden sabreo on his birthday in the MOB yeah. right
2: there. I mean, okay, but he's also not a road racer, so... Let's <laughs> give him a little break, I guess. Um, I don't know. I like Haley. I do like Cole Custer. He's in this price range, too. Um, sure. Not great. I' uh, throwing up a little bit in my mouth.
1: Todd Father, let's go.
2: But yeah, let's
1: sell you know, me on the Todd was, Father right now, guys.
2: Todd Father, I'm gonna talk you out of him. Why would no, I talk you out, you out of him? There's sorry.
1: no reason to talk you out of Todd. Don't talk me out of him. Man. Talk me into him. Sorry.
2: <clears throat> Why do you need to be him? talked into him?
1: Like he just put well, up 36. Not, he just put up a top 15 in Martinville. Okay, role. I'm sorry. Not me. The people listening. Talk them into him.
0: Well, he was good here in the spring. He's been pretty decent on the short flax this year, I feel. Yes, yes. I can tell you exactly how to
1: say Because the only reason I'm playing him this week is because he's... He only he finished 25th this, in this New year. Hampshire, it looks
0: like. Oh, yeah. By uh, the way... 22nd at... He and Cole Custer have
2: the exact same average finish over nine short flat tracks this year. I thought you
0: were oh, going to say so they exactly. have the exact same birthday and it's sunday <laughs> i don't
2: know but i swear to god if it's todd Gilliland's birthday it's gonna be hilarious
0: we're, now we're just
1: gonna sit here for the next half an hour and just trying to find I, somebody I with a Google birthday this week i
2: uh, no, he was born in May.
1: Uh, the last podcast of the year well. is always the funnest one
2: <laughs> i mean it's loose we gotta let it all hang out right like
1: yeah we balls to the wall literally
2: Custer's... His birthday narrative doesn't come into play because it's in the offseason. Congratulations, you were born in one of the 10 weeks where there's not a NASCAR event happening. (laughs) Mac in the middle of the... um, No, I'm perfectly fine with the Todd father. He's 5,100. That's insulting. He's going to be very popular in cash.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, very popular because even... So let's start building from the bottom up. If we go to Todd Gilliland, right, which we're also on, if we're building like a cash game lineup here.
1: He's in my GPP.
2: Todd Gilliland, Justin Haley for two cheap dudes. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna go with Kevin
1: Hart. Oh, I found a birthday boy. No way. Oh, really? <laughs> Who is it? Please be
0: Smithly. He's born November 7th, so the day after the race. Okay. Bring back Cody Ware season.
2: Oh, jeez. <laughs> Even Ty Gibbs like Jesus <laughs> thinks this. What true. did you
1: Google to I, find that so quickly? I, I want to know. Okay, mail it. has some crazy super, I think I just cussed, sorry. Some super no, go-
0: Google skills. <laughs> JC's website has a, has a list of birthdays for every month. And November 6th, which is when the race will be, is like Brian Reffner, Clay Rogers, Rodney Orr. But then just go to the next day, and Cody Ware is sitting on November 7th.
2: Okay, so I've got, if we're building like a cash build here, I've got Gilliland, Haley, Harvick, Bell, Chastain, and I have 8,900 bucks left, which gets me Reddick, Suarez, Briscoe, Bowman, Cindric, Allmendinger.
1: It's
2: Reddick. Yeah, it's Reddick.
1: I love the lineups I've been working on. I always end up at that 8,900 spot too no matter who I mix and match. Yeah, I meantime.
2: somehow, like, I mix and match and somehow wind up right in the middle of the 8,000 8, range.
1: But I fixed it, and I'll tell you how.
2: I'm guessing you you put Butcher in there? I did not.
1: Here's my <laughs> GPP lineup for this weekend. Pre-qualifying. But I'll still play it, though. I always do. A couple of them, actually, majority yeah, of them the at least The Martinsville catch. one do. Logano. Oh, the Martinsville one? Uh, Austin Dillon crashed out.
2: Oh, right. That was a...
1: Yeah. Other than that, the rest of them did, did great. I just didn't have enough points from that empty spot. Yeah. Um, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, Briscoe, Kyle Larson, Kislowski, and the Todd Boom. There's my final GPP lineup of the year, sadly.
0: Well, I don't know if I'm going to make a lineup just because we don't know where everyone's starting. Yeah, I'm just doing it for fun, based on what we're talking about. Uh, I'm still going to plug it in, though. Why not? All
1: right. It's the last race of the year.
0: Um, I don't know. Is there any other strategies that we may have wanted to touch on? Contest selection. they're not great. They're not for great. The final race. Um I don't yeah. know. It is the last podcast for like the next twelve weeks though.
2: Yeah, the so the Cup Series race is three hundred and twelve laps. So there's a decent amount of laps led points to go after. There's a decent amount of fastest laps points to go after. Um passing can happen. There's gonna be some decent chances for passing, especially on restarts. You're gonna see guys Grab six, seven spots on restarts because they'll just dive way down at the bottom of the dog leg. Um, and I don't know if we'll see anybody try a Ross Chastain move at the end of the race or not in turns three and four at Phoenix. I've seen guys pull it off in the video game this week, but
0: I feel like it would need overtime or something. If it's too long of a green flag run, I don't think anyone's going to bother.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're not going to do it until like
0: the very <coughs> last lap. Yeah. Like, why would you do it five laps before the end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the exactly.
2: That's kind of my argument for, like, why would you ban it? Because it's only going to happen under very specific mm-hmm. circumstances. Right? I told
0: us uh, like, a sub and I were talking in the NASCAR Discord, like, after it happened on Sunday. And he's like, well, everyone's just going to start doing it now. And I'm like, well, what if the leader just does it first? And, like, They, they just That's put their true. car yeah. on the wall just to, like, really just throw it into fifth gear and just go wide open.
2: By the way, apparently if the race had gone some some Twitter account ran the analytics that if Martinsville had gone green the entire time and they didn't have to pit, right? Cuz they have I don't know, just they refuel or don't need to refuel or whatever. And Chastain had done that move every single lap, he would have finished 50 laps ahead of Christopher Bell.
1: <laughs> oh, who won damn.
2: the race. <laughs> and then he would have yeah. finished 51 laps ahead of Larson and hamlin <laughs> so, like,
0: <laughs> uh, i can uh, i've been trying to build a lineup with Corey LeJoy, and i can honestly say after looking yeah. up his resume here do not no. do it yeah i was just looking at it earlier uh, i mentioned uh, him and i'm like I can't he doesn't do have a single top 25 finish he got into an accident in the spring he hasn't finished four races here and the driver rating is just abhorrent yeah,
1: however not- he's the most likely to have a car that says me on it which is great
0: yeah, well, he's a very likable lad. Yeah. Yes. Me with a cooler. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he gets a new teammate next year. So, congrats to nice. him.
0: Um, I don't know. I could do, like, a lineup with Bell, Larson, Busher, Gilliland, Hamlin, and then I have my pick of the litter of Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace, Almarola, Kislowski, and I still have.
1: Good. That's a good pick yeah. right there.
2: I'd go Kozlowski for leverage or Al Marola for
0: consistency.
1: Consistency.
0: Yeah, it could go either way. All right. There's your winning lineup. There you go. Three All
1: lineups, right. three winners.
0: Well, I'll say this. I uh, just want to thank everybody for listening uh, throughout the year, uh, especially the last couple of weeks. I know <laughs> once it's the playoff season, we're entering NFL season. It's, it, it, NASCAR DFS does kind of lose some of its traction from the spring and the summer. So, if you stuck with us throughout the whole year, thank you. If you're new and just wanted to get our takes on the Ross Chastain move, uh, <laughs> thanks for there listening. Were plenty. To me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it doesn't even feel like we need to like sign off or anything because like time's going to go by in a snap and we'll be previewing the clash at the Coliseum and, 10 11 weeks and then we'll have daytona lined up shortly thereafter so uh thanks everybody for joining us in the discord and listening uh along all season long
2: don't forget though there are still a few races for f1 i will still be covering DFS. why does it matter it doesn't matter but there are contests and there are chances to win money
0: he
1: Uh, ruined my button push
2: (laughs) (laughs) that should be another button um <laughs> so there's a there's a few races left, right? Obviously, everything in the season has been decided. The champion is Max Verstappen. Brett Are they even World
0: trying, Matt?
2: Constructor,
0: what? Are they even trying?
2: I'm pretty sure Verstappen is. I mean, so I don't. He also I, just set the the single season record for most wins in a season. In F- right.
0: But that's my problem with it is like what he's doing is just so amazing that I can't appreciate it because I go into every Sunday like yeah. Max Verstappen's probably going to win. He's already won the F1 championship. There's no drama. I don't know how one, how drive to survive is going to like build this into a dramatic season because he just wins every single race.
2: Oh, there's plenty to talk about in drive to survive. Like there's teams changing. There's There's plenty of drivers changing spots. That's what it's all going to be, right? Like you've got, plenty of drivers swapping spots you've got Haas still in disarray you've got um the whole um who the heck was the driver that's that sued to get out of um like <laughs> McLaren said that he agreed to the deal and then he didn't and whatever there's plenty of drama they don't even have to t- to cover Verstappen um how many
0: different drivers have they had that want to race this year
2: uh, so Verstappen's won.
0: Leclerc's won.
1: Uh,
2: Hamilton win one. Hamilton one. Hamilton
0: has
1: not won He hasn't?
2: No. no. That's, uh, that's a storyline that's continuing, is that the Hamilton needs a win. He's the
1: Ryan Blaney of F1.
2: He needs a win to keep his streak going. Um, are
1: we looking so, at just
0: like four or five drivers that well, won a Claire's race?
2: Leclerc's won. I'm pretty sure Sainz has won.
0: Perez. Yeah, so both Ferrari and Red Bull drivers have won.
2: Yeah, those are the only ones. That's boring. I mean, it's not if you pay attention to how they got there and whether Ferrari's going to blow up each week. Because that's a real chance of happening.
0: Yeah, but, like, even the Ferrari, like, shooting themselves in the foot, like, that that narrative was fun for a while, and then I got tired of that one, too.
2: Let's see. So we can get – so Verstappen's definitely not plus odds. I was hoping he was going to be from Brazil, but
1: – Is he ever plus odds anymore?
2: what
1: is he ever plus odds anymore
2: he was at coda if you got him on like wednesday of coda week he was plus odds and i was like that's on
1: wednesday by friday he was (laughs) Uh,
2: no actually he was still plus odds by friday just less. like he was plus 105 or something and on wednesday he was like plus 230 um but no, he's not he's not and well Claire is five to one to win in Brazil and first four to nine. So what like,
1: is DK gonna what? do Indy series next year?
2: Or I no? did betting pieces for Indy.
1: But DK should should do that. No, Indy series is a little bit more competitive. India.
0: No. I think we should just wrap it up. We've derailed off NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have- Hold on. I contributed.
2: <laughs> I was waiting for that drop the whole dang hour, man. Like
1: I um, stayed until the end.
2: <laughs> so thank you folks for reading and listening and paying attention to NASCAR coverage this year. Um we will be back next year. There's gonna be some stuff in the works, hopefully. Um uh, yeah, the clash is I believe it's like February fifth, if I'm not mistaken. Um oh. uh, and then it's the Super Bowl and then it's the Daytona 500 on February 16th. Um, or 19th? I guess it's the 19th. Yeah, Daytona 500 February 19th. Um, and then we're all and running and there's only one off week again next year for 36 points paying races. Great. Can't wait. Well, it's an all-star race at North Wilkesboro, which is going to be sweet. Chicago road course, don't get your hopes up that thing's going to suck. Um... Yeah, so we'll keep rolling in about 12 weeks.
0: All right, best of luck to you, Matt and Ed, for Phoenix, and best of luck to the FA Nation.
1: See you guys next year.